Tune in every Wednesday at approximately 6.35 p.m. for Leadership Unlearned with your host, Maxine Atong, as she invites you to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. For more information, follow Maxine Atong on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Maxine Atong or call 724-7642. Welcome to Leadership Unlearned. In this program, we examine leadership at three levels of systems. One, on an individual basis, the self. Two, as it relates to teams that you may lead. And three, as it relates to leading within a wider system, for example, an organization. When I speak about leadership, I am not only speaking about a role in an organization. I am embracing leadership wherever it may exist. It may be your role in your family, within your church, or even on your football team. I am Maxine Atong. I am a Gestalt trained PCC level executive coach, a certified professional facilitator, and I leverage my 20 plus years as a certified management accountant to help leaders become the leaders that they want to be and effectively lead their teams. This is International Women's Month. And of course, as I always say, I, I have mixed feelings about it. On one hand, I'm celebrating that we're recognizing the achievements of women. And on the other hand, I'm a little sad because we still have to fight for equality and equity as women in all spheres of society. And as we're celebrating this Women's Month, last week we had the NINA program with us. That is an initiative from Akosua Dardine Edwards, helping young women find their self-leadership in the space. And if you missed that interview, you can check it out on our podcast, Leadership Unlearned. And today in studio with me is Carmel Haynes. And Carmel Haynes is from Barbados and she is the executive director of Biba. Carmel, welcome. Thank you so much, Maxine. It's a pleasure to be here with you this afternoon. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. And you want to tell us a little bit about Biba? Sure. So Biba is the Association for Global Business in Barbados. We are a not-for-profit private sector organization, which is comprised of companies engaged in global business from within and through Barbados and companies which are otherwise strategically associated with this sector. Uh, we provide a network for meetings and exchange and we are the voice for the development of global business in Barbados. Currently, we have over 140 member firms at this time. So you're the voice of developing business. And so when I hear that, you know, there are two things that appeal to me there in terms of the context of women, this Women's Month voice, because very often women don't have a voice and the whole idea of the development. How does your organization make room for women? I think actually that Biba, um, we kind of buck the trend where it comes to uh, professional business organizations. I would say uh, throughout our 20-year history, we've had almost um, an equal number of male and female presidents. We've had five female presidents. 
We currently have five directors on our board who are females. And I think we have benefited uh, very well from that balance. I am the second executive director of Biba, and of, of course, um, I'm a woman. So there are definitely opportunities and roles for um, women in leadership positions within the organization and also to showcase the ability of women to lead in the organization. Absolutely. I love that. I love the fact that there has been an equal number of male and female presidents. And of course, you just share that you have a mainly female executive. What do you think makes a difference? Because the stats for the Caribbean in terms of women in board seats, it's like less than 15% of board seats in the Caribbean are occupied by females. And clearly Biba has bucked that trend. What do you think accounts for that? Really and truly, I think that what has accounted for that is one of the factors that we've really seen is because we are a volunteer organization, I think that you'll see this across many volunteer organizations that it's really women who have more of an interest. And even though it's an organization where it develops your profile and, um, you know, many men have become involved and, and want to become involved in the leadership of Biba. I think that it's just become par for the course to see many women also step up when it comes to these volunteer positions, where it, where it comes to unpaid work, but mm. that it is uh, fulfilling and also uh, supporting development across the spectrum, both social and you know economic development. That it just seems that women are the ones who are very willing to step forward and do this, even for unpaid work. Yeah, it sort of is great in that aspect that women doing what they do, neutral, they're giving back, they're happy to step into these unpaid roles. I'm just smiling because I'm thinking, you know, how it's almost the flip side of what we see in organizations where when it comes to pay for work, that women are not as present at that level of decision making. I love the way that you shared it because it just really sets it up for us to see the juxtaposition. So in this role with, um, on terms of the executives or the board, what are some of the qualities that really helped Biba to be around for the last 20 years? Biba has carved a niche out for itself, even though we have, you know, an overall chamber of commerce um, within the subsector of business, uh, global business or what used to be called international business before. But um, with the shift, governments focus on Barbados seeing itself as a global business hub and not just for companies coming from outside of Barbados into um, Barbados, but also companies in Barbados, uh, you know, going out and really going global. Um, Biba has positioned itself as really leading the charge in that area because our membership has been made up of international companies who have set up business here to be able to take advantage of a certain preferable um, investment and tax treaties. We have many years of experience in, in dealing with issues that affect international companies, multinational companies. And I think, therefore, when you have certain issues that are not domestic, uh, when you need a voice who will you know, advocate on your behalf with government, when you need 
an organization that really takes a global picture and understands what's happening, you know, in, in Europe, in the US, in Canada, what's happening from a regulatory perspective or from a legislative perspective that is going to have a knock-on benefit on how business is being done within the country, within Barbados, uh, then you need that sort of specialized organization to represent you. And whereas when you have a chamber of commerce, um, there are many different areas of focus for the chamber because they are, they're dealing with a multiplicity of industries that operate domestically and they don't always have that time or that energy to be also focused on what's happening on the international front and really to be able to champion um, for your particular business, uh, again, as I said, with government internally or leveraging contacts uh, to champion with governments um, in Canada or the UK, et cetera, you know, leveraging international contacts to be able to do that, where Biba has that sort of resource and expertise and connections to be able to do that. As you were talking there, Carmel, the words that came to mind were advocacy, collaboration, mm -hmm. and championing causes. I'm wondering if female leaders are more poised to work in these spaces more so than males. Well, it's interesting that you say though we say so because you know this International Women's Day, the theme for today or this month is choose to challenge. And I always say that that's something that really speaks to me in my soul because it's a mantra that even though I haven't espoused it in that way, it's something that I kind of lived my life by. And I think one of the things that, yes, when you are a female professional, a female leader, there are going to be probably more instances where you have to choose to challenge, where you have to weigh what it is that uh, you need um, how to approach it in a way that, you know, really empowers you and, uh, and the other females around you and to be able to voice uh, the change that you want to see, you know. And so perhaps, as you say, being a female and having to, you know, pick your battles and choose to challenge yourself personally or even those around you, then that gets scaled up to be able to also advocate for your association, your organization, your, you know, your company, your industry, etc. Yeah, I totally agree. And as you're talking about choose the challenge, I'm thinking that we have no choice but to challenge because we are, we are challenged. So we don't have a choice. We have to meet that challenge each and every day in our personal lives and definitely in our roles as leaders. We're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to hear more from you. The annual Gestalt Caribbean Leadership Conference is on April 29th, 2021. Join Dr. Rama Naidu of South Africa, Nancy Luna Jimenez from Portland and Maxine Atong as they explore leading with equity. Register now at MaxineAtong.com for this virtual event. Come to the conference, network with peers, visit the exhibition booths, host discussions and interact with the presenters. Sponsored by Mini Cooper, UE Roytech, Knowledge Works Jamaica, Barbados International Business Association, Greater Tunapuna Chambers of Industry and Commerce, Institute of International Auditors of Trinidad and Tobago, WESNCC, and Enhanced Business Solutions Barbados. Register at MaxineAtong.com for Leading with Equity on April 29th, 2021 or call 724-7642. Welcome 
Welcome back to Leadership Unlearned. I have been chatting with Carmel Haynes out of Biba in Barbados, and that is a global business organization in the NGO sector. And Carmel is the executive director. Carmel, just before the break, you were sharing about Choose the Challenge and that this really speaks to your soul. So tell us about that challenge. Tell us about some of the challenges that you have had to face in your leadership. Well, thanks, Maxine. I think being a relatively young uh, female executive director in this sphere, I think just really having your voice recognized, having your opinion recognized. What I am thankful for, though, is the fact that um, within my association, um, I haven't proven myself over the years. So right now I've been back with Biba for a year, but prior to being the executive director, um, I was the senior executive um, with Biba for four years. And I think having proven myself so that was between 2010 and 2014. It made it easier this time around when presenting, you know, ideas and recommendations, et cetera, to the board um, to have that trust from my directors and for them to know that, you know, I have the interests of the organization at heart and that I'm really looking to take the association and my staff forward and to develop and advance them. However, outside of Biba, I'm now having to really develop my own voice and my own presence amongst other business leaders, the government itself. So therefore, it's just every engagement and an opportunity to present yourself and to challenge expectations and to really have people understand, you know, where you're coming from and your capabilities and your abilities. Definitely. So what I heard you say is, you know, definitely it sounds like you bought into the vision of the organization. You've gotten a chance to prove yourself at lower levels of the organization and build trust. So that now that you are presenting yourself, that there is that belief in your voice, in your ideas, in your opinions. I'm also hearing you say that outside of this NGO sector, that you are also experiencing some challenges in terms of getting your voice heard every time. Yes, but as I said, I think that will come with time. Obviously, Definitely. having been in the role for a year and also having been in the role in the time of COVID, which has limited really your, you know, my scope and ability to really profile Biba in, in the way that I would have liked. I think that has probably, you know, caused a little bit of a challenge. Yes, a challenge. Of in course, it's been, it's been a different and difficult. Present, yes. And, you know, the, mm -hmm. the thing is, it's the first time we've had it for all of us. So it's, it's, yes. it's fine. And before you go, Carmel, can you just share with me a few tips that you would give to other female leaders who are stepping into leadership or who want to step into leadership? Well, I think, you know, finding role models um, is very important. Even if it's not somebody who can directly mentor you, I think just really looking at, and it doesn't have to be other female leaders, um, you know, male or female leaders, looking at how you have seen them succeed or fail and ensuring that you don't repeat the mistakes that you have seen. Um, I think that's very important. I think something else that 
is very well known amongst male professionals, but I don't think female professionals leverage it as much is the power of your network. Um, I think a network is incredibly important, not just within your personal sphere, but also your professional sphere. It creates a lot of, especially in a smaller society, it eases the way for you when people know you and can vouch for you in order to, you know, to, to get things done. And I also would say, try to also look at how you view your staff and their challenges, really, even if it's in a, in a place from which you think you know their roles, um, I think you have to really be conscious of the particular challenges that they might be facing and try to work with them to capitalize on their strengths rather than simply trying to call out their weaknesses and undermine their confidence through that. Definitely. So learn from others, their successes and failures, the power mm -hmm. of your network and work with the team in terms of their challenges, really listening to them and being aware of their concerns. Thank you so much, Carmel. So I just want to thank you again, Carmel, for being with us today, sharing about Biba and sharing your perspectives on female leadership in this month that we celebrate women. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you again, Maxine, for the opportunity. Have a good day. You too. And thank you all for listening. And of course, if you want to catch any of our episodes, you can check out our website and our podcast. And my intention with this program is to fuel your leadership spark so that together we can bring change to the systems that we work, live and play within. Just a reminder that our fourth annual Gestalt Conference is coming up on April 29th. 2021. If you are interested, you can check out my website, maxineatong.com. You can also send us an email, leadingwithequity at gmail.com, or you can call 724-7642. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in every Wednesday at approximately 6.35 p.m. for Leadership Unlearned with your host, Maxine Atong, as she invites you to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. For more information, follow Maxine Atong on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Maxine Atong or call 724-7642.